In Mark chapter 15, beginning with the first verse, we read, And as soon as it was morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and the scribes and the whole council. And they bound Jesus and led him away and delivered him over to Pilate. And Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answered him, You have said so. And the chief priests accused him of many things. And Pilate again asked him, Have you no answer to make? See how many charges they bring against you. But Jesus made no further answer, so that Pilate was amazed. To fully appreciate what's happening at this stage of the story of Jesus, there might be some historical context that's helpful. You see, the Jewish authorities really only had authority that was rather limited. They were allowed some measure of self-governance, especially when it came to religious matters there in Israel, so long as everything was kept under control. As long as the Jewish people, who had something of a reputation among the Romans for having quite the rebellious, difficult streak, didn't cause too much trouble. Pilate, on the other hand, wasn't Jewish. Pilate was the Roman governor, the official appointed by the emperor to oversee that entire territory. Now, normally, someone like that would be based out of Caesarea there in Israel, the Roman outpost. But for big occasions, like the Jewish feast of Passover, when pilgrims from all over the world would be descending on the city of Jerusalem, and especially for an occasion like the Passover with its strong political and military overtones as it remembered when the Jewish people were liberated from Egyptian oppression 1,400 years earlier, you better believe that the governor and several groups of Roman soldiers would all be there in the city as well, ostensibly to keep the peace, to keep the people from rioting. Now, while the Pax Romana, the Roman peace that had been secured at this point in human history, was renowned and still studied to this day, it's worth noting that that was peace that was secured at the end of a sword. It was peace that was secured by military triumph, and it was peace that was maintained with a cross, because slaves that were disobedient, died on a cross. Revolutionaries and rebels died on a cross. In fact, seeing a young Jewish person crucified as you traveled in or out of Jerusalem would not have been an unfamiliar sight. Pilate himself had overseen his fair share of public executions. He had gone toe-to-toe, as Jewish historians like Josephus record for us, as other historical sources document for us on a number of occasions when there would be risk of rebellion or revolution, and Pilate would snuff it out brutally, violently. So appreciate when the Jewish leaders bring another young Jewish would-be Messiah before Pilate. This isn't an unfamiliar situation for him. He's examined and, frankly, executed a number of people in similar circumstances. Israel in the first century was rife with revolutionaries claiming to be the son of David that was going to lead God's people to freedom and overthrow the Roman oppressors, and they had all died. But 
as Pilate soon found, Jesus was different. Because unlike those other revolutionaries that might spit out curses at the Roman oppressor, unlike those other revolutionaries that might make boastful claims about how the people were going to rise up and overthrow the Romans, Jesus just very humbly, very gently, very meekly, when asked if he was the Christ, said, you've said so. If he was the king of the Jews, he didn't boastfully claim that he was the rightful heir and he was ultimately going to be victorious. No, even as his own leaders accused him, Jesus stayed silent. And that affected Pilate. He had already had a set of expectations about who Jesus was, about what Jesus would think and say that had been shaped by his experience with other people in the past. Yet what he actually saw when he encountered Jesus face to face was not what he expected. It was very different. And it amazed Pilate. And as we seek to know and love Jesus under any circumstances, even dark and difficult ones like the occasion of Pilate's, meeting with Jesus, he can still have that same effect. Because a lot of us come with preconceived notions about who Jesus is, about what's important to him, about what he says, about what he's here to do. But when we encounter the real Jesus, the Jesus that Mark, inspired by God's Holy Spirit, bears witness to in this gospel account, we might see something very different. Different from what we heard. Different from what we've experienced before. Different from what we otherwise expect. And as we come to know that Jesus, the real Jesus, we might just be amazed.